Hey, welcome back. First thought of the day here. If you're expecting Chris Walker's voice, you're not getting it. Yet. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm Aaron Engbrecht along with Mallory the Maldog Eaton. Mm. And we are in Valley Studio One. Mm. We're going with number one today. Number one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, if only you could smell Valley Studio One right now. So, all right, let's do a little catch up. <laughs> what happened today? <laughs> To bring this this wonderful scent into Valley Studio One. So I w- you don't have to name names. Oh, I won't name names. Okay. Uh, so let's describe the scent first. Uh, so it's it started as straight um, burning plastic, kind of like a burnt popcorn mixed with. I would say worse than burnt popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it was covered in, I don't know what. And our classrooms are right next to each other. Yes. I did not initially smell it in mine. I could smell it down but in the oxygen. As soon as I came to the hallway. Boom. It hit me. So let's, let's tell the story here. So I have a couple students dining in my room uh, during lunch, and we're just actually talking about school, talking about a class. And, you know, I have a microwave, right? And the student often uses said microwave, no issues. Um, usually there aren't. And so he was uh, making some Velveeta mac and cheese in the little Keys, container. So we've narrowed down the school to half the population. Yes. Um, so he is, and we're having a great discussion about a speech he's going to make and, uh, he puts it in the microwave and there's another student in here too. And all of a sudden I'm like, I, I smell something burning to which the student says, Oh, that's normal. Like that's how it smells. And I'm like, I would not want to eat whatever that is. Right. And then 30 seconds later I turn and smoke is just billowing out of my mind. I'm talking like, and it looked like a fog machine. That's terrible. So one, I'm like, is the microwave itself on fire? Like what's yeah. happening? So I like run over there and I fling the door open and, Mistake. and I'll also, you know what? I think I'll also include the picture of the aftermath. Yes. Cause I took oh, yeah. one, of pictures. course. So check the Stay notes. Yeah. I'll have to see if I can like link the picture. Um, Maybe that could be our new logo. I don't know. Um, Nice. Let's make a shirt. Yeah. I love it. Merch. Merch idea. (laughs) Um, So it's literally like black and melted to the tray in there. And I'm just looking at him and we're all looking at each other. And I'm like, what did you do? And as he has a water bottle in each hand that he went to go get, he was like, I got distracted and I forgot to put water in the cup. Step one, add water. Add water. I guess maybe that's step two. Step one, open. Top. Yeah, opening yeah. is helpful. But Yikes. the smell. So then I'm panicked because, the, like I said, it looks like a fog machine. It is filling my room. And the last thing I want is for the you fire the alarm party to go lights off. going here. Uh, yes. Yeah, you do have some lights. I here. do. I, if only I had like a strobe light. But um, So I'm panicking, one, because I'm thinking the fire alarm's going to go off. Right. And it's not, obviously, it was not a practice. Right. So I don't want everyone to freak out. Yeah. So I'm like yeah. trying to, I trying to like blow away the smoke. I call the front office, you know, to let them know. Yeah. And so luckily our other neighbor on the other side, shout out to the learning lab. They had a giant box fan. Oh, so nice. yeah. I, which was perfect. Cause I usually have some, but they're clear in the other end of the school. So I bring that sucker in here and I'm angling it away from the, and so luckily it didn't go off. Yeah. No, no fire alarm. No fire yeah. alarm. But unfortunately, that spread the smell, I think, yeah, even did. farther. Um, so, 
And it was hilarious because, so I'm just joking with him and, you know, he obviously feels terrible and, um, but you could hear kids in the hall. So the bell rang for lunch oh, and yeah. you new, could new hear, quickly. it was so fast. Like very quickly. I walked from here to the ox gym to put some things away and everyone already knew. Yeah. It was so funny. So, um, so then I said, well, that should be his new speech topic. Is yeah. that, you know, yeah. something about that? And so I, his punishment, I said, is he had to walk around with it and I don't think it made it too far. So you sprayed some stuff in here. When I walked back in here, it, the, the terrible burnt smell was gone, but there is still kind of a lingering burnt smell. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it, it smelled a little bit like somebody smoked a pipe because there was a little bit of sweet and smoky stuff going on. So, and that was all I had in here, which although I have a, like I have a little scent thing, but it's out of scent, yeah, of, course. of course. So I had like a random lavender, like Lysol spray. And I thought, well, it's worth a shot. So now we have a... Lavender, Lavender burnt plastic. Yeah. Yeah. So that was an exciting moment. So what else? What else is going on in the the last week? Well, it's today we've had our first regular day in a while. The fog has been insane. We've had snow, ice, fog. I'm just waiting for a Sharknado. That's going to be, I think, the next thing. Um, It's been wild. It's coming. My brother lives in Bloomington, Indiana, which... If you're a listener from out of state, that's like southern Indiana. And they went from negative temperatures last week to like 55 yesterday. He said it was, there, were, there were like earthworms, night crawlers out crawling around. It, he said it was like spring. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Well, and I noticed that too because I had a couple bugs with all of the – because we live like in a really wooded area. And with all the rain, like it all melted, you know, and, and now we've got puddles everywhere. And I saw some bugs coming up too, and I'm like, imagine being a plant right now. Like, totally you don't hilarious. know what to do. Just, yeah. I don't know what to do. Do plants have minds? Maybe. That can be maybe our next. There we go. That's, it. That's the next deep question. That yeah. We'll... Uh, to do photosynthesis. Yeah, Ferngully, yes. they do. They do. There we go. Shout out Ferngully. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, we had lots of snow. We've had ice and um, fog. So my kids and I, now that the twins are old enough, we can get all the kids outside. There's four kids and two adults, so all six of us get outside. Mm-hmm. And we built like a cool little snow fort, igloo sort of thing, tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I love it. It started off, you know, everybody's pumped, and then quickly it <laughs> descends into, oh, it's just dad rolling snowballs as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and carrying them over and stacking them. So I find that we spend more time getting ready to go outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my girls, like, they think snow's cool. Right. Um, but we haven't had, like, up here, I feel like it's been such a powdery snow. It doesn't make, like, that great right. snowball. Um, but I feel like it takes us more time to yeah. get all of the things on. Yeah. And then they get out there, and it's cool for, like, a minute. And then it's, like, they're over I'm it. Yeah. And then it takes all the time to take the things back off. Yeah. So that's a little... Yeah. It was it was too powdery early on because it was so cold. Mm-hmm. And then when that kind of moisture ice rain like this the last uh, couple days it's actually been like really cool for rolling and well if you made some tunnels like that ice could like yeah solidify it we've done that before um on our back patio we used to shovel up a big pile of snow and then if it melted and froze Mm -hmm. we did that hard outer shell and then dig into it yes like a little maze i love that that's great because you do that didn't you say you go to like the uh 
uh, old Bremen there because that's oh, yeah, next yeah. to you and We're that's kind of the blocks, area. A couple yeah. blocks from school and they've got a giant parking lot that they plow a ton of their snow and it's mm-hmm. like a, a mountain range of, of snow. My kids love doing that too. That's yeah. perfect. And you didn't have to do it. You don't have to no, shovel yeah, it. Yeah. Great. And then they just run back and forth, you know, right. the whole time and getting good exercise. I love it. I love it. All that energy out. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. Hey, let's transition mm. into Mal Dogs Media Minute. Um, so, I've got an, I, I've noticed that I tend to go towards animal stuff and technology. Right. So, I was like, all right, let's get out and of my. And some medical stuff. And medical, yeah. yeah. Those are yes. kind of the things I like. Um, so, I thought I would uh, change it up. And everyone has been to a restaurant before, right? So. What's a What's a restaurant? So I and we watch so like I don't know if you ever watch like Gordon Ramsay stuff or any cooking shows, but Chopped is one of uh, like the cooking shows, I've, right? I've seen the Great British Baking Show. Okay, so that's uh, my, my wife and I watched maybe like a season or two, and then I quickly realized it, it's all kind of the same. Yeah, so I, I, I yeah. Was done. Um. So anyway, so this happened in New York. So it was a Chopped restaurant, and these are like you know really. Um, like Michelin star restaurant. Like these are like higher upper class restaurants, right? And so this lady um, says that she found a piece of the manager's finger in her salad. So first I'm just sitting here going like, and I love salads, right? But like to know what's someone's finger, like how much, like, cause it doesn't specify like Impressive that she could say, I'm pretty sure it's a manager's Yeah, to, well, and so <laughs> here's, you'll, I sure. think you're going to have some thoughts about this. So, like, for them to specifically say manager's finger, which I've worked in the food industry a lot right. growing up, and usually the managers aren't doing any of the cooking. They might run some, like, plates and, right, and right. do those things, but usually they're not doing any food prep or anything like that. So my brain already went, mm, that's kind of weird, red flag. That's what you call having a manager having his hands in too many things. And too many things. So, and then I'm like, well, how much, like, to know what's a finger, how much, how much yeah. was in there? You need more than just a small chunk. Right, because like, salads have all kinds of things, right? right? So I'm or sitting here. a combination of finger and fingernail. Well, and if you have finger, what? Yeah. and there's going to be blood, yeah. right? Yeah. So sorry if you're eating while you're listening to this. But so anyways, so she... Uh, filed a lawsuit against this chopped restaurant in New York um, because she said she found a piece of finger in her salad. I love love that it's called chopped. It is, yeah. That's weird how that kind of worked out. So um, the gal's name is Allison Causey. I think I'm saying this right. She's from Connecticut. So allegedly, she goes there. This was in 2023, so not recently, right, in April. She realized she was eating it that she said specifically she was chewing on a portion of human finger that had been mixed into and a part of the salad. So, supposedly, the manager accidentally severed a piece of her left pointer finger while she was chopping arugula. Wait, hold on. What is it's like a leafy salad kind of thing, right? And you chop it really little. Like, you really do have to, like... Chop it up. I I feel like I'm saying chop so much. (laughs) But here's the thing. If she's working with food, she's going to have gloves on. Right. Right? And especially in an establishment like this. Like, it's not going to just be whatever. So she's going to have gloves on. Sure. If you chop off your finger, because the knives they have are insane, there's going to be blood everywhere. Yeah. Like, any hand wound, it bleeds. Yep. So how could she tell? So one, was the glove still on there? How much of the finger? 
You know, there, I have many questions. Did, did she keep it for, like, DNA testing? Well, and did she chew it? Like, did it uh, – because here's the difference. Like, knowing it's in your salad versus, like, actually right. putting it in your mouth. Like, but you said she – did she chew on it? Well, she just said uh, – how did she say it? She said that she um, – Because I thought you said – She was chewing on a portion of the finger. Word. So yeah. just, just sit that's with that awful. for a moment, thinking no, you're chewing awful. somebody's finger, right? And so the manager did go to the hospital. So she did actually cut off the finger, but they said that the contaminated arugula was served to customers, according to this lady. So in response to that, the Westchester County Health Department records show that Chopped was fined $900. 900 bucks. Okay. Well worth the finger. Well, but here's the thing. If it was served to customers, which it's just a piece of finger, I can't imagine. Just a piece of finger. But like, that's, that's too good. That's, but here, but if it bled and you're serving, like I'm just trying to wrap my head around like knowing, because so she went to the hospital. Yeah, so it was, I, would, I would think that everything would immediately stop and it's like, we got to clean up this whole space. Yeah. And so, and usually, like, because cuts happen, like, that's sure. a normal thing. And usually it would be. It'd be, like, shut it down. All that stuff gets tossed. So, like, was there enough blood that it got served to multiple people? Like, no one noticed a red substance on their salad, oh, right? Terrible. So, um, but here's where it gets interesting. What so, color is arugula? I it's green. green it's green. Okay. Yeah, like a dark, uh, like a darkish green most of the time. Okay. So... They did get fined, so obviously the thing did happen sure. in some way, shape, or form. But she filed a lawsuit, and she said she suffered injuries including shock, panic attacks, a migraine, cognitive impair- or impairment, nausea, dizziness, neck and shoulder pain from eating the contaminated salad. <laughs> so although it sounds like she was like in a car crash. She's going after him. She is. Uh, she wants more than just the free dessert. She does, <laughs> and it says she's seeking unspecified monetary damages. So um, obviously, they haven't commented. You can seek unspecified. I would think that you'd have to like declare in or when you file it. Like, mm-hmm. to I don't know. Claim. I don't know enough about like kind of that law stuff, but like how much? But to say like cognitive impairment. I'm, I'm not saying, like, me chewing on a finger would be traumatic. Ma'am, we're going to give you a complimentary dessert. <laughs> not good enough. I'm having a migraine. I'm suing you for everything. Not even a my shoulder and neck pain. Oh, like, how was she chewing that? I'm surprised she didn't have, like, tooth pain or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, I just sat there and said, like, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. But the more I think about it, which, again, it obviously happened. The, the right. lady went to the hospital. Right. So, she was chopping it. Why was a manager chopping things? I don't know. Yeah. But, like, with – there's so many, like, requirements in a kitchen and, like, there's no way you serve a bloody anything. Oh, man. Yeah. It, yeah, I would think everything just stops. We clean it all up. Anything that's potentially can, uh, contaminated is gone. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. So there you go. So if you oh, think you're ever having a bad day or the restaurant's not day, good. Just put your finger in your mouth and start chewing. <laughs> Actually, did you know, um, gosh darn it, I'm going to go medical again. We have a response in our body that that you can't, it is kind of medical, but it was more eating things, but you can't like your brain is wired to not bite off your own finger. I've heard it's like Mm -hmm. a carrot. Mm -hmm. I've heard that the the comparison of a carrot and a finger, which, which, ah. so the amount of, it's something with the easier to bite through. Yeah. 
I mean, like the bone, you know, bone would be hard, but like your jaw has such power to it, like the pounds per pressure, but there's some signal in our brain that's like, that's your finger. Like it will not let you, like unless you were in some kind of like psychotic state. Yeah. Yeah. But like you can't bite off your finger, but I'm just sitting here going, that's a rough day. Yeah. I'll skip the salad. Yeah. So maybe check that arugula. That's right. Man. Good old arugula. All right. Let's, uh. Let's do some questions here. And okay. Chris Walker could show up at any moment. Uh, we're, just to keep our, our listeners in suspense. We yeah. Don't know. He's got some kind of a meeting. Uh, is he getting fired? We don't know. We don't know. Is he getting a promotion? We don't know. Well, we, we know he's not getting fired. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say we know he's not getting a promotion. <laughs> well, we know that too. No. There's nowhere to go. Uh, um, yeah. Let, let's ask some questions. Okay. Uh, you, you or me? Which one? You go first. Okay. Here we go. Um, and this one might be a thinker, so I'll, if I need to fill some empty space or empty time, I can. What is something about you that when people find it out, they're like, what? Like, hmm. it kind of like makes them step back a little bit. This could be like a, an interest of yours, um, something that just people are kind of surprised about. Maybe they didn't know, or, or maybe you've had some like, I don't know, instances in the past mm. where people are, are just like, whoa, I had, I had no idea. Even like it could be people that know you or people that right. just are meeting you for the first time that somehow the, you know the first impression didn't work out. Yeah, um, it's so funny because when you say first impressions, I've had I've had so many different people tell me like so many extremes of first impressions. I've had huh. some people say like, "Oh, you're so outgoing and kind," and yeah. like I knew you, and then other people were like, "I thought you were so, going to be so mean because you were so professional," and I'm like, yeah. I, "I don't know." That's about how they said that. it too, right? It's so mean. Essentially. <laughs> That's what they said. Radio, um, radio version. Radio version. Yeah. But um, I would probably, the first thing that comes to mind is probably my taste in music. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it's, and I always tell kids, like, I'm a concert person. You know, we, we've had yeah. this discussion. Um, but I. Ready, ready for all those stabbings. That all all those. <laughs> or, or as we call it, jaggings. Jaggings. Um, yeah. So I just, I love some, like, just. I, I even like some screamo rock. Like I just, there's something about that kind of genre that. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Chris oh, Walker he's here. Is walking in. Perfect timing. All right, what do we got here? So, um, Aaron just asked a question about. Actually, just repeat Aaron. it. You you worded so it. Must hear you call Aaron. Nobody calls you that. Most people don't. My bet is your wife doesn't even call you. So I want to know, actually, she calls you e. people that are listening, like, I just, <laughs> E, come here. Hello, Slim Shady. I just switched mics, so I wanna, I'm kind of curious to know if, if like, all of a sudden the sound changes. But um, the question is, what's something about you that when people find out, they're like, what? Yeah. Like, they're just mm-hmm. surprised. I'm so she's talking you, about her taste in music. That's a yeah. legitimately great question, by the it way. It is. Because that, that requires a level of self-awareness mm-hmm. that... Because whether we all under whether we do it or not, we all kind of control our own narrative, right? And so it's almost like it's not a secret, right? Like whatever you're about to tell yeah. us about music is not a secret, mm-hmm. but it's like it's got to be something that ooh, I can't believe she really loves Snoop Dogg that yeah. much. Or I do love Snoop Dogg that yeah. much, but but I, so but you've got to be self-aware about what narrative you are controlling and what other people. So this is. This is a heightened. Just the asking of the question is a is a heightened level. Yeah. Anyway, way way to bring it. Yeah, bring you got it, man. Hey, so, yeah. one doing, out of my, a thousand. doing my best. Am I right? Yeah. 
Viking Studio One today. Yeah. Studio One. It is nice to be back. <laughs> you did miss the whole story, so you're, you're just going to have to go back and listen to our episode here to get the whole we'll thing. Do. We'll do. Um, so anyways, what I was saying is just my taste in music. I like like hardcore rock, and um, I just like the heavier stuff, and I, I like a little screamo. I like everything, but like I'm just... I gravitate towards that, and I just—I I don't know—I just—I feel it. I feel that kind of music. I don't relate to pop. I don't—I don't know what kind of person I look like. The type of music I would like, but usually people are like, "Oh, you went the to Rob Zombie." Kind of yeah. lends us Does it? Okay. Has us going down that path? All right. That's all I'm yeah. So I, I think that would be my the first thing I thought of was that the the excess mascara. The, uh, I don't, the, the black mean? lipstick. It wasn't. It wasn't that I dress. Actually, like, I do. What? I do dress in black a lot because that is my my go to color. That's black but, fingernails. Yeah. They are. <laughs> but they're glittery. There we go. Black they're glittery. See, that's that's Mallory. Glittery <laughs> black classy. That's my soul. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What was yours? I haven't actually shared yeah. it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think so often students find out that I don't have a pet. Yeah, and they're just like, "What? You don't have a pet? Like that? They're just thrown off." No, I, I, I always tell them, "No, I have kids." But <laughs> the reality is, I'm not really a big fan of animals in general. I mean, I think they're cool. I love going to the zoo. Um, Your brother's a herpetologist. I know. And growing up, like we had tons of pets, and and I'll take my kids out into the woods and we'll go and catch stuff. And but I don't really want to take care of it. Yeah. I think that's where I can yeah. draw the line. Legit. Yeah. It's just more responsibility. Yeah. That's the... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not in a, a stage in my life where I want to add responsibility yeah. for keeping things alive. Yeah. Other than <laughs> my family. Than the humans you created. Yeah. 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 That's good. You? So, so music and animals. That's, those are our two things. <laughs> there, yeah. There's more, but that's just... That's, that's, that's actually... He literally just said it, and I didn't like... Like yeah. you said, time to think. But yeah. I think that... When I said first impressions, I've had people say like... Yeah. All kinds of some people saying I like I knew you forever. Some were like I thought you were for a nicer term mean. You know I, I thought you would be this. Age your face. Yes. That's so as it were. Yeah. So sometimes yeah, my first impression is I can't ever imagine that. By the way, a jerk face. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody thinking that of you. I. That's so odd. I will say when I coach, I'm very okay. intense, Attention. and so yeah. some kids are like. Like I'm very much a business on the on the sure. court, but then I want to have fun when we're off the court. So like a mullet. Yes, I'm a I'm I'm the personification <laughs> of a mullet. Oh boy, um, my turn. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that that tends to drive people like they can't believe it is when they when I really start to open up to them and kind of let them know how much of an introvert I am. Mm-hmm. Right. They can't seem to reconcile that from the guy who's barking at people in the hallway <laughs> and the person who's who kind of enjoys being on quote unquote you've um, got you've got a nickname for everyone and you let them know it once they enter your room yeah like yeah. or or as they're in the hall you just you know so i can I can see why people would be like, "How are you an introvert and and for those that don't know, right, what, what is an introvert, what's an extrovert? The idea of, it, the, the easy way to do it, it, it's not like someone at a party, you, you've got to be quiet if you're an introvert, you've got to be loud if you're an extrovert. It's, the, kind of the test is, if you've had a crummy day, right, like a, a lot of things went bad, do you tend to A, retreat by yourself, or B, get other people into your circle? Mm-hmm. 
And if you get other people into your circle, you have the tendencies at least to be an extrovert. Yeah. If you tend to say, back up, Jack, let me do my own thing, you tend to be an introvert. And that, that tends to right. be me. I, I think for a lot of folks, I, I like being invited to parties, mm-hmm. but I don't like to go. But he's not going to come. He wants the invitation. I do. I like to but be yeah. thought of, but I don't want to actually show up. But can you, I, I find myself to be a mixture sometimes, though. There's well, times that I get peopled out, and I'm like, I need. Peopled out, that's yes, my term. Yeah. Like, I, my social battery? battery is way too full. It, like, it, it is, I am beyond the point of communicating. Sure. And then I want to be, just literally be by myself. Be away from me. Yeah. yeah and it's, I, I don't think that that's anything wrong with that. It's, everybody is kind of a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. There are very few people, if you take the Myers-Briggs test, that you'll be 100% introvert right. or 100% extrovert. My bet is you're higher on the extrovert scale than the introvert, but we all have days, man. Right. But, That's true. Yeah. We should take that test sometime. Just I have taken it. Have you? Yeah. We take it every year in peers. We usually yeah. take oh. it two or three times. So what you're saying is I need to take it, and then I can be a part of this <laughs> yeah. discussion is what yeah. I'm hearing. Well, if you want to be. Yeah. I would, I would like to. I, I find that – well, we do an Enneagram test, and that – Kind of is in the same ballpark. What's your, what's your I'm a three. Okay. I'm a, di- a three wing two. Okay. So I am an achiever, but also like a nurturer. Can we talk about that sometime? Yeah, we'll make that. A, we'll make want, that one. I've of never our taken topics. that test. Let's we, do, we should it. do it. Yeah. And share the. Information. Yeah, I've I've got mine too, but I'll, I'll hold off sharing. Nice. These. There we go. Yeah. And and I think it might be kind of fun for us to guess. Yeah. What we are. I, I bet you're kind of an achiever. That's a really good guess. You know, this is what I do. Oh my gosh. So, do we want to do another question here? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have one? Since I'm topic. I have one if you don't. Go for it. Okay. I'm sorry. I I apologize for this one. I'm I'm flying kind of off the seat. You you should be. Trousers. Okay, so we were making bets. Were you getting fired or what else did we say? Promotion. Um, Promoted. Yeah. Well, I promoted myself and then fired myself. That's great. <laughs> yeah, go out on top there. That's how it goes. So here's my question. Obviously, we're teachers, and we really like probably our content we teach, right? Yeah. But when you were in high school, what was a class that you loved that wasn't your content and yeah. why? Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Right away. Um, I really liked my math classes. I was good at math. Mm-hmm. It Like it came relatively easy to me um i think i I really had like awesome math teachers like what was your favorite one like looking back like geometry and i really enjoyed my geometry class were you a proof man did you like doing proofs i don't even remember what that is (laughs) i feel like i had to do nothing but it was all it's all just logic yeah i like geometry you know I, i i took physics too I really liked that class because it was so hands-on. It was like the application of all the math stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so we did a ton of experiments, and it was like, wow, this is cool to see how this plays out. Dude. So, That's cool. yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I just liked, I don't know, formulas and math, and, mm-hmm. and again, probably having great teachers help. Yeah. Um, so mine, I loved, I took a photography class, old-school photography, where you had to go in the dark room. No. And I was obsessed. So I still have that pictures. crazy cool. It was, so one, it was terrifying when you first got in, and then it was, like, amazing, right? But so we had old-school cameras, and you took pictures, and you didn't know what, if your picture was going to turn out, and you would go in, and you would put in the, the, chemicals, um, and the chemicals and all that, and you'd have to shake it, and it was the coolest. Mm-hmm. So that was it's one. Like a magic trick. 
It was amazing. It was and a it was, long-term magic trick. <laughs> and it was so, like, cathartic. It was just, it was sure. like an art, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. So I loved, that was my high school class that I liked. And then I would say this was like a middle school, high school. I loved shop class. Yeah. I loved working with the saws. Now, some of them did scare, you know, you always heard, like, right. someone would fling wood across the way. Right. and But, like, I'll never forget, I made this little, like, decorative reindeer. And I just thought it was so great. I'm a, I'm a hands-on person, though. Yeah. But those two things were, like, I loved that. Yeah. What about you? Now that I'm an English teacher, I really liked Spanish classes. Mm. Can't be Spanish either. No. You taught Spanish I taught, so Okay, long. well, when I taught Spanish, I would have said English. Oh um, I like, okay, so I really enjoyed, um, I, I like the classes that are all about, like, abstract thinking. Mm. Right? Like, like, you guys said you're very much hands-on people. I am not. I don't really, I didn't really care for... I mean, I like philosophy classes. Mm-hmm. I like religion yeah. classes. I mean, those kind of things that, that you can you can pose a question that doesn't have an answer, and you've got to learn to be comfortable in that. Um, you know, in, in high school, not a lot of religion classes, mm-hmm. not a lot of philosophy classes. So as I'm thinking about it, most of my classes were hands-on, except for English and Spanish. Right. So I think that's why I liked those so well. That makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. I remember I took a um, intro to Judaism class in yeah. college, and I interesting loved it. I was because you had to take a religion, and I was just like kind of winging it. And we read um, Eli, is it Wiesel Knight? And I have never written like I've never read anything like that, and it was like life changing. I really mm. enjoyed that class. So there, there you would have liked that. In, in college, we had Wabash. There was a. It, it's sort of famous, I guess, that every. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday at 9 a.m., every sophomore has to take a cultures and traditions class. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, just C&T, right? It's, and it's all about, there's, it, it's basically a humanities course. So there's all the different texts. I mean, there's, there's religion, there's philosophy, there's um, you know, readings, or like English kind of things. And it was, it, it's kind of what sets Wabash apart because of that. Mm-hmm. Those, I think, that, that's where I, I dug it. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Well. Let's get to our topic. Okay. So um, I have this week's topic. And um, I was thinking to myself, and I've thought about this for years, and I keep changing my mind. um, But we're all teachers, right? And um, I was. Second time she's asked that question. Yeah. I think you guys were thinking I actually was going to just like leave. We're all teachers, right? Right. You're not not going to be a pilot now, right? Right, a pilot. That's what I would have guessed, yes. A Bethel pilot? Mm. Nothing better than a Bethel pilot. Gross. Gross. I woo for life, baby. Uh, No. All right, moving on. So um, That was the sound of the death stare. Yes. (laughs) So I was thinking about, like, and I think actually, Walker, you had made the comment like, it's just funny because we're all so different, right? We have introverts, extroverts, all sure. these different personalities. Yep. But I was thinking, like, there has to be something that every teacher on earth has in common. And I, I throw out the usual things, and I just kept, like, shutting them down because I'm like, it doesn't fit. So, like, for example, not every teacher is outgoing. Right. Some teacher. And I think you should teach to your strengths, but not every teacher is. Well, then I was like, well, every teacher loves kids. But unfortunately, that's not true either. It's really sad to see it. But yeah, 
Yeah. And, and, see it. Sure. Yeah, and let me let me clarify, we're not talking about any of our colleagues or anything no. like that. I'm just talking about things I've seen over a lifetime in general. Right. No, that's a great right. call. Yeah. So call nobody out. Yeah, this is we this might is, call one another out. Yes. But that's all. We're yeah. So this is not directed towards anyone um, in our corporation or anything. But then I'm like, okay, well, they love their content. But I think about how many teachers, you know, get in other contents because they just want to get in the door. Right. So then they're maybe teaching something they don't love. Right. So then I'm like, okay, it's not maybe kids, it's not content. Well, so I thought, and I'm I'm still kind of in here. Is it? Yeah. So what I'm gonna just ask before you share, before any of us share our insights, any listeners out there, hit pause on this right now. Think it through. If you are a student, what do you think all teachers have in common? If you are a teacher or or someone in in the educational world here. You pause the same thing and you come up with your own answer. Mm-hmm. When you've got something resembling an answer, jump back on and hear our thoughts. Please don't take it as if we're all the gurus, the experts. No, we are not. Not even close. Answer is uh, at the back of the book here. It, we're just giving you our insights. But this but, is an even number. It's not in the back of the book. Yeah, I yeah. checked. <laughs> so, so hit pause, then come back and join us. But. So, you know, I, I run through all those things, and then I'm like, okay, um, do they love to learn? Maybe. And some do, and some don't. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that, but then also I'm like, okay, do most of them have a servant heart? But then I think of, again, just teachers throughout my lifetime, or even stories I've heard, like in the news, sure, sure. and it's like, I don't even think that's necessarily true. So I, I, I'm really stumped. I, I don't know what the one thing, because there has to be something. What is the one thing that all teachers share? So you, you had shared or you had kind of posed this question to me, and I, I was thinking about it. And the thing that came to my mind was that they, they value learning at some level. They, they value learning mm-hmm. for themselves, for their students. Maybe societally, um, like they mm-hmm. want yeah. to change the world at one building block. Yeah, and, and they might not even have that desire to change the world. No, I, I mean, I mean it, who knows? It could but, be macro. It could be. Macro. But I think mm-hmm. I think I don't know how anybody could be in an educational setting or, or be a teacher and not value learning. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I went when you asked me this because Mal asked us this a month. Ago, yeah, it's been a while. Maybe before yeah. Christmas break. It, it was too deep for us to reply right away. Yeah, we, we, we needed some through. thought on this, yeah. So my, after kind of taking this and, and spinning it around in my own brain with, with this over a while, I think that every teacher has something to say. That's my answer. And they also have a desperate need for someone to hear hmm. what they have to say might not be profound, but they've got something, they've got some part of life, some part of their their content, some part of whatever, something larger, figured out that they need a listening ear to hear what they've got to say. That's my answer. And and, because it kind of goes back to the whole, you know, if you look at teachers, everybody's a performer in some way. Oh, yeah. In some... So my first answer when you gave this to me was, well, they, they need to perform. Mm-hmm. They, but th- that, that seems so, I don't know, 
circusy and cartoonish. <laughs> you know, like uh, everybody's going to juggle to start the class. Yeah. But I feel like they they're on and they need to share what it is that they have in their heart mm. or their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and some people don't even like to per se perform. They might be like an online person or that's kind of their thing. Yeah. But I just I just yeah. had a light bulb moment too. What if all teachers have in common is that we were influenced by a teacher? So I was I was just talking about that today. I'm not kidding you. Really? Like with students and and how I I feel like in in teacher circles a lot of teachers will say, "Man, I can I can point to this teacher that had a a pretty big influence or impact on me." Mm-hmm. And I had some awesome teachers growing up, but I don't I I'm not sure that I can point to one that like you know who inspired you to be a teacher or who inspired you to to move on mm-hmm. again collection of awesome teachers sure but there wasn't like this one that had this profound impact on me that I can be like yeah they inspired mm-hmm. me so but that's know. but that's how this feels is like I always I'll I'll come upon these different <laughs> answers and then it's like there's always a, a caveat yeah, you know what sure. I mean and so and I completely Something agree like with with your guys's too but I'm just sitting here and like it's, I'm sure we can find an example for every single one. Right. That's the outlier, yep. right? But, yeah. yeah. I still can't find an outlier of, though, of a teacher that, that has something to say and needs to say it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is. That's the silver bullet. If you are a teacher out there and you have nothing to say and no <laughs> desire to say it, Please comment. <laughs> the thing, they they can't. They, they can't. can't. Yeah, because yeah. that's their whole MO is that they don't comment on things. Well, and do you think, so kind of piggybacking off that, do you think when, and I know people leave the profession for a number of reasons, right. but do you think like deep down at that soul level when they feel like they have nothing to say anymore uh, or share, is that like what leave. finally takes out the candle because sometimes oh it's the adults the, the oh wake, it's the kids the wake is burned out yeah and the candle's done i wonder if those two things whether they think it's that or not it's a really interesting way to think about it uh-huh. that you said everything you possibly can or you're you're speaking and you feel like it's nothing's just, being received yeah yeah like it, it, yeah. You're, you're saying and you're saying and nobody's listening yeah because i mean we all kind of get it that there's listening's a two-way communication here that idea of somebody's doing the, the speaking and the other person's doing the receiving if it feels like it's just bouncing off like it's a wall mm-hmm. yeah. you're not I don't know you've got nothing to say there yeah. I don't know yeah. or I'm going to spin it even more just because I like to play this game what if you're like at that age of maybe retirement and you're like I feel like I've said enough like maybe you feel not on the side where... Starting now. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, because I know some people, a lot of people talk about when people want to leave, um, but people don't talk about, like, I think of people that can retire. You know, we had a teacher that was here for, what, f- like 40 years, you know, with Mr. Hinkle. Like, I think of those teachers that they're staying, and maybe they get to that point where they're like, hey, maybe I have said enough, hmm. and I've done my part and now I'm okay with retirement or whatever else. It's really interesting. I had a former teacher here, and I won't say names, that he said to me, he's like, I love what I do, and I'm never going to retire. He said that to me every year. Older, I mean, he's 25 years older than me. He said, I'm, I'm never going to retire. Okay. 
And then one year he's like, this is my last year. <laughs> because he knew it. Yeah. And it was such a sudden realization. Good, 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 gone. Yeah. That, that was the that was how he lived. And it was and, and I asked him about it later because we, we do kind of hang out sometimes now after you know after he's retired. I said, so do you have any regrets? He's like, not a single one. He said, I I went exactly at the right time. If I would have stayed cool. one more year, I'd have been miserable. If I would have got out a year before, I would have been dissatisfied. Yeah. So that's a tough equation to figure out. Like, yeah. what is that? That could be a whole other topic. That could be. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be interested in what what everybody else says. So when I asked you to pause things um, and think about it through a student's perspective or through a, uh, a teacher's perspective, give us a shout. Give us a comment on that. What do you think? Uh, is there a do you have some insights or there's some some thinking um, that you've got as far as what do all teachers have in common? We'd, we'd love to hear from you. Um, so don't forget, recommend us to your buddies. Recommend us to your even your, people you don't like. Your recommend enemies, us anyway. Your, your yeah. arch nemesis. They, they want to listen to us too. We are, just to remind you, on Spot, on Podbean. Spotbean. <laughs> Spot, Pod. Spotify and Podbean. Um, we're on Apple Music Plus. Mm-hmm. Apple Music, is that what it's called? It's just Apple Music, Apple yeah. Music. Um, I'll tell you, we're not on, we're not on Venmo. I, I can tell you that. <laughs> we're not on Venmo. <laughs> so, hey, thanks a lot for listening with us. Uh, Sorry I wasn't here for the overwhelming majority of this, but we'll see you next week on First Thought of the Day.